a weekend. What better possible time to do tarot readings? But I thought I would do an I Ching. <laughs> Just to throw a curveball into the loop thing. I mean, not the whole thing, but just uh, uh, an I Ching reading just here and there. I like to do those. In fact, I was doing I Ching and reading the classic book about the I Ching before I did tarot. Long, long time ago. I read that uh, Wilhelm book. It's a classic I Ching English translation. I think it was done like in the 50s or 60s. Um, and so anyway, I read that. I like read it cover to cover. It was fun. And uh, it's the, I find that it, it's interesting. I like throwing the coins. I have done the stalks also where you have the sticks, you know, and you, you throw them in a pile. And, but that's, the stick one gets a little tiring. It, it's, it's a more involved. The coins are really a, better way to go. However, when you do something like these oracle things, you know, even tarot, sometimes you want to do the involved longer process that involves a lot of tactile uh, impression, you know, sticks and the counting of them and the bundles of them in your hand. And, and it, it sort of gives you a nice feeling of... Uh, makes the the reading sort of solid somehow it brings it into the real world more um and that's sort of what's great also about tarot decks like i kind of wish with my tarot deck that it were more worn like these cards i wish they were more more worn i hate to wear them out but i kind of like tarot decks that are old and battered you know um it's just a nice feel. So anyway, that's just a personal thing. Well, what isn't personal with tarot? It's all personal things. Um, <clears throat> today, the podcast went up. It's actually on Apple Podcasts. Uh, yeah. It started its first episode today. I'm just very happy about that because I was talking the other day about how easy it's gotten to put together technically the podcast, to find the place, the host, and they provide this service where they make it easy to publish they make it easy to get everything, uh, your episodes registered out there with the various podcast listers, like Google has a podcast service, uh, Apple, of course, which is really probably the best one. It's so nice when you go like on an iPad or something or on your phone, if it's an iPhone, their podcast app is really slick and simple and you just press play, you know, it's just really easy. Uh, I'm sure Google's is just as good. I just haven't used it, but um, I did make sure the podcast goes up there. Uh, but it, it, so the podcast is actually, I mean, it's tarot. Um, 
and uh, you know, it's it's talk about tarot, but it's also readings. You know, the first episode is just talk about tarot. It's my talk I was doing about uh, my sort of uh, analysis, so to speak, my personal impressions of the fool card. That's episode number one. And um, I said, you know, I'd be doing it on a bi-weekly basis. I think probably I'll, at least in the near future, be uh, cranking out a little bit more than that, a little more frequently than that. It'll probably be once a week, maybe even more than once a week, because I'm sort of getting into the, 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 you know, the ground, the, the, the grind of it. That like, let's let's get moving, let's crank the gears, you know. So, uh, oh, who do I have here? Hi, uh, Kaylee, Kaylee, how are you? I yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm not going to do my. Eaching yet because you have gotten yourself in the queue and the point here <laughs> the main point is to do tarot readings and here you are I just looked over because I have a screen over here with the chat on it and then in the right in front of me I have another screen and so I have to keep remembering oh wait wait look over here to make sure you're somebody's not trying to say something <laughs> so Okay, so let me let me get you. Okay, you're up. So, uh, Kylie, you can ask your question, and I'm going to reach right over here to the cards, right there, and um, I'm going to start shuffling. So you go ahead and uh, think about what it is you want to sort of look into with the tarot. Ah. You're going to be millionaire and successful. These are good things to want to be and know you're going to be. You want to see what the cards say on financial life. Ah, okay. The cards can sort of give you, you know, the cards basically say that they don't, they don't give you financial decision making. You know, they don't tell you what to do because that would be, they don't say, oh, go and put your money here or put your money there or uh, spend your money on this or give your money to so-and-so or invest in this or that. They don't do that. They just sort of give you general insight into uh, ways you can kind of um, kind of consider things and from different angles, you know, and parts of you that you know you have and are there and that you can sort of access a little bit better after a tarot reading. In other words, a tarot reading kind of gives you um, a boost of inspiration in order to see things more clearly so that you know kind of what you have to do to prepare yourself for this goal you have. You seem to me that you have a very large goal that is not a short-term goal. It's a goal where you're saying, this is my big long-term goal. This is where I want to be. 
as a general sort as a life achievement. I want to get there and obviously nobody wants to be a millionaire later. They want to they want to be a millionaire soon. <laughs> you know, clearly. But in a general sense, an, a, a goal like that is a very major um, one that you kind of, uh, you know, going in, being a realistic person and, you know, having any kind of a job, you know that these things don't always happen fast. You know that already. Uh, there are lots of stories that people have about suddenly getting super wealthy and those are great stories, but they are very much the exception. Uh, tarot won't tell you how to do anything fast. It won't tell you, you, you know, it's not going to tell you how to do something, but it'll give you what are called insights. And these will sort of, you know, they, it's like finding a, it's like when you're having coffee with a friend and you're talking about a difficult subject and the friend says something. And maybe even at the time, you don't even really understand quite what they said. It's sort of maybe a bus went by and you kind of almost half heard them. But then two days later, it actually, their remark comes into your head again. And you're like, oh, what did she mean by that? And it, it's, you keep wondering. And then, then you're like, oh, you know what? Actually, I think she has a really good point. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of, tarot works like that. All right. So, Kylie, I am just about finished. I've been shuffling the whole time I've been talking. So here we are about, I'm going to basically cut the deck a few times here. And then I'm going to take the three cards off the top. Kylie, we've got cards that the first impression they give to me is that they are relatively short term. They are sort of, they're number cards. And that, what that means is they're focused on things you can do in the immediate future and present. They're very, very much now focused and their effects don't linger for a long time. So what the reading is, is suggesting is that, well, this question that you have about your financial life, the reading is bringing you into the present era. In other words, the next few weeks, the next couple of months, you know, it doesn't, it's, these are not giving you a huge overall um, deep-rooted thing. They're saying that these circumstances are things that you can consider. They're very malleable. They're changeable. 
um, depending on very small things that you that you do. They, these this, these ways that you may think through the this this subject can can alter itself very easily if you make tiny shifts. That's why these are all number cards. Now we're starting out with a reversal. Uh, the three of swords. So you've got two swords here, sandwiching a cups. So it's sort of like the mind and your th your thought process and everything you believe and even and and struggle and conflict that kind of thing. Any anything you're having difficulty with uh, in and trying to resolve primarily through your intellect. Those two things are on the left and right of your heart and what you love what your actual feelings are about all of this or about what you do. And let's talk about this reversal. Now, the three is your ability to put your thinking into action, okay? You can be very smart. You can have all kinds of great ideas. But you run into sometimes periods of sort of where you feel a little stuck. You feel a little hampered and you don't really know why. Maybe you, you're, you're, you've been planning and you're having a hard time getting out of the planning stage into the uh, burst out into action, you know? Like you want this new job. You're not sure that you're ready for the interview yet. So you, you kind of look around and you read and you, you're like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm quite ready. So you're, 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 you're pausing at the door of taking the step out into the world of the, the market, so to speak, uh, since we're sort of talking in the financial realm here. And it's, and it's nothing critical because these are number cards. These are short-term issues. Uh, it just means that maybe recently there's been a little bit of a, just a, a, a pause in putting what you know you can do or you know you already you should do Putting that into action. Um, now, also, because this card is on the left, it means that you're kind of ready to get past that. It's kind of receding into the past. You see what I mean? So you're going to step now forward to this card, which is saying, I am the center of the issue here. And the center of the issue is an eight of cups. And as I said, the cups are everything you feel, everything you want. The way want affects your emotions, your heart. It's being able to know your heart. It's also because of the cup symbol it's your ability to receive and absorb, to accept things as they are, to let things penetrate. It's a water symbol. You've got swords on the left, which is much of a, an, an air, an air symbol, you know, very rapid uh, cutting through. That's why it's a sword symbol. And it, it has to do with penetrating thought. Uh, whereas the cups are the opposite sort of, they're very... Uh, receptive, permeable, and how you open your heart. Now, eights are a fantastic number because they represent this kind of a balance. They're the number that says, 
you're doing what you need to do. You're putting the effort in. More is required. A consistent maintaining of that effort is required here. Don't drop it. Don't waffle. Don't shirk your duties. Don't, um, don't feel, don't let weakness, don't let your intellectual hesitation here on the left that you're getting away from, don't let that influence your love for what it is you want, your passion for it, your, and don't let it close you down. Excuse me, don't let it close you down to being open to new experience, new possibilities, and the feelings that go along with what you're trying to do. Stay receptive, stay open, and maintain the balance. The A indicates because it's right side up that you are right there and you're able to keep things in play, spinning around, so to speak, like a pinwheel of color in perfect balance. You see, that's kind of what the eight is all about. This perfection of balance and beautiful symmetry and the ability to put all of your effort, all of your love for what you do into this work into this goal and keep various elements that may even be in conflict, but you can keep them in balance because of your innate abilities. Now, look at the incredible magic that's hinted at by the next card, which says basically, ah, you've done it. You've opened your heart. You've maintained your, your love for what you want to do. You've said, I want to follow my heart. So if I want to be a millionaire, I'm going to do it in this way, doing something I truly love. And it's saying, if that is the case, then suddenly the ace of swords appears and it is not reversed. And the Ace of Swords basically goes back and corrects all of this stoppage back here. And it basically says, okay, I have absolutely infinite potential and energy here. And most of that is because of my brain. I am able to use what I know to gain what it is that I most want. I've followed my heart. I have been open to new possibilities. I have been open to experiencing all the feelings, ups and downs that come with pursuing my goal. And because of all of that and that, that openness to new things that I have decided to adopt, I achieve this enormous reservoir of potential. 
Now, this not only means because for my brain, for my intellect, and the ideas that I'm going to use to make a success for my goal, but it also indicates that I'm able to resolve all sorts of problems along the way, conflicts, arguments with business partners, um, employees, or people in other companies, or other creative people. I'm able to use negotiation. I'm able to use discussion. I'm able to perform brilliantly in meetings. I'm able to keep all of these balls in the air balanced because of this eight. I'm able to maintain my love for my work. Nothing throws me from that, even if it's just a crappy day and I'm in a big battle with some business person, I am still loving every second of it because the, the eight of cups, <laughs> it just won't let me not like every minute of my day. And then this is there constantly sort of as my companion, you know, to, to, to say that I can resolve any problem, any crisis, anything, because I've got this enormous built up store of skills, knowledge, experience, and just plain and simple ability to deal with anything that's thrown at me. And that's where this reading is going for you. And so that is the general impression that, that the, the cards in this random pulling of the universe on this one particular night in this very small moment of time suggests to you via this little chat thing. You know, the uh, here's the thing I always tell people about tarot. 78 cards. Any 78 things that you that you mix up and sort create a number of possible arrangements of all these cards in the pile called 78 factorial. 78 factorial is a number understood by scientists and mathematicians. And they also know that that number is larger than the number of atoms contained in our galaxy. Which means that every shuffle of the deck that you do, the arrangement, that particular arrangement of which card follows which card, you know, if you lay them out, has never existed in all of history before and will never exist again because the odds are too slim. If there are more possible combinations than atoms in the galaxy, that's trillions and trillions and trillions. You see what I'm saying? That's why tarot is magic. That's it. So you come and you ask something and this reading happens and it's like, well, what possible, how can that possibly mean anything? Well, think about those numbers and how unique this little situation with the cards in this particular moment in time out of your entire life. Just think about that and what the cards have just said. So remember that what, how this develops and how the, 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 the trajectory, the positive sort of moving from whatever little crisis has maybe held you up, moving through, as long as you follow your heart. Card is saying, you 
got to follow your heart. You have no idea how important that is. There are some people who don't. There are some people who become super wealthy and they don't even care. They just kind of stumble and accidentally something happens and boom, they have $20 million in their bank account and, and they're driving Ferraris and Maseratis around and they don't even really, they didn't really do anything. <laughs> it happens every day, every day. And, but there are the other people who get there by really following their heart and deciding to do what they actually love. And it's possible you're one of them. That's what the cards are saying. Try that. They're saying, follow your heart. And man, you have no idea how powerful this is going to be. And because they're number cards, they're saying, hey, man, you, you, you can start you can start kind of approaching your inner life for your goal this way right away. And uh, that's, that's really interesting. So <laughs> I hope that gives you some, uh, you know, a big plate of food for thought. <laughs> You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's funny you say that because I actually do box. <laughs> it's so funny. That's so funny. You're talking like a boxer now, okay? <laughs> In fact, just this morning, I was at the gym. I was at the gym uh, working out doing it. I was actually boxing this morning. It's so funny. Nobody's ever used a boxing metaphor during a tarot reading before. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really good for you. And not when you, it's not good to get hit. It's never good for anyone to get hit. But the, the workouts and stuff and all the movement, they're really good. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, remember, remember, you know, Remember that Ace of Swords, man, that, uh, <sighs> that is a good card, I must say. I like that one. The swords always kind of get me a little, I'm always like nervous at first. Well, you, you know what? What these cards are telling you is, yeah, you may make bad decisions. The cards are aware of, they know that. Everybody who gets to where you're going makes bad decisions along the way. Nobody makes everything a good decision. You don't make all good decisions on a work day. You make, you might start working at nine in the morning and you may make a bad decision at nine Oh five and another one at nine twenty, And you're like, ah, and you, you know, and then you fix it or whatever. And then you make a really good decision at 11, you know, it's that's, and that's how everything goes. And the cards are saying, look, the, the primary thing isn't whether or not, you make mistakes. It's that you know that you're A, following your heart and you're actually enjoying what you're doing and you keep reminding yourself of that. And B, you know that you have the mental capacity and skill to handle these problems. That's what the Ace of Swords represents. The Ace of Swords is 
that enormous power to concentrate and to resolve and solve, to figure out, to, to win. That's why it's a sword. <laughs> you know, you resolve conflicts, but not only that, it's a sword because you don't always just resolve conflicts. You win them. There are some conflicts that you can't resolve. You just either have to give up and lose or win them. And that's what that card is so... It's really a very direct statement about your ability to um, succeed. Yeah. Oh, good. That's good because, you know, look... Uh, to have a goal like this is a big thing. And some people, you know, you, if you have a goal like that, you, you might tell someone and, you know, you can, you can run into a lot of like, you can get teased people, people get, you know, they're like, they, you know, you know how it is with people. They get jealous. They get, you know, competitive, even if they're friends and sometimes, Maybe not necessarily your very, very best friend, but even then sometimes, even like um, a sibling, you know, you can feel, have competitive feelings with. So you get, you, it, it, you know, having a dream like that or a goal, it, you know, sometimes you don't want to always say it to, to people. You're more comfortable saying it to someone, you know, getting a tarot reading, of course. Um, but it's important to kind of have you know, you, let's say, I mean, let's say all the cards had come out really negative for somehow, although no tarot reading is ever really negative. Tarot readings show you possibilities and ways to kind of think about getting around those problems, you know, but let's say it was a much more negative reading. Uh, you know, it's, and the thing is, it's, if you have a goal like that, because the cards aren't going to say, "Oh, you're not going to get your goal." They're going to they're going to say something more like, "Well, it's going to be really hard and and, you know, you might have some problem like you 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 maybe you don't know you don't know what you want to do at all and you'd have to fix that first and that'll take a while, stuff like that." But in general, when somebody has a goal like like yours, it's much better to find what the tarot is saying that gives the goal all of its inherent possibility and to make the goal achievable for the person because these goals... Look, I live in a place where I see people and I've known people who do this, who get to where you're going. And... You know, it, 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 it's done. It's done all the time. And uh, anyone who says you can't do it is actually a fool. So just remember that. Um, anyone who doesn't support your goal in that is being foolish. <clears throat> Uh, 
they're just being foolish. It's not that they're being bad or anything. It's just that they're being, you know, they're being a little sort of self. It's a, you know what it is? It's defensive. It's defensive. Because uh, people get, you know, they're like, well, I can't become a, I'm not going to become a millionaire. I don't know. I'm not, that's silly. That's a silly thing to want to be. What? No, it's not at all. It's never been silly in, <laughs> I mean, I, I, the, 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 when somebody is able to do that, they often have a really good story. There are some people that just luck into it, as I said before, but even that's a good story. How do, my God, that, how did that happen? That was a lucky stroke of, <laughs> you know, but other people have like long stories of getting there and achieving it and the, the thing, the decisions they made along the way. Um, so this reading, you know, if you're following your heart, then, and you're doing what you really love, then you're bound to have some really good stories to tell people down the road about how you did it. You know, encouragement is always what you seek for in the tarot. We're all looking for some kind of encouragement, even a tarot reader. And, you know, even when you're reading for someone else, everyone is looking for what makes life better. And that's what the tarot is. That's what it does. It gives, it gives uh, to us all um, very, very effectively. Meteor Fox, welcome. Um, we were just doing a reading for uh, Kayali, and uh, it we were, I was just talking about sort of a this general idea of when people have goals and how tarot is always trying to find a the support for a person. Uh, the tarot is never trying to prevent or weaken a person. It's it's a very it's a human tool for the improvement of mental well being, for inspiration, and just for like how we think of ourselves and how we approach all of our problems and doubts and confusions the tarot is always trying to sort of lift uh lift you in the world it's always that's why the that's why <laughs> the the last of the major cards is the 21 card is called the world it's trying to it's trying to bring a person higher and bring them to their actual real self, which as the Buddhists know, when you approach your real true self, which they also say doesn't even exist, <laughs> but when you approach your actual self of non-existence, you're very, very much close to actual reality in the present moment. Very similar idea to the 21 world card in tarot. 
it, it, it's the same idea where you're getting right there to the actual awareness of what reality looks, feels like. <clears throat> no, that's a, that's a very good question, Kayala. So the, here's the thing about tarot. You never do more than one. Because as I said before, you're dealing with that sort of wide universe of trillions and trillions of number possibilities. And so it's that moment in time of that one moment when you asked the question. And it can never be repeated. So that moment when you ask the question and you are given that answer is the diamond. Any attempt to reproduce it is totally something else. You see what I mean? It's that first expression of the diamond, which exists as a pure moment out of billions and trillions of possible moments in the universe. And those cards that you got and the words that came out of the reader's mouth all of that is part of that one little diamond in time. And it cannot be tampered with or reproduced. That's the magic of tarot. So basically, it's a, it's a moment that you say, there's the diamond. The diamond has crystallized and formed out of nothing right there on top of the stone mantle. And I either accept it for what it is, or I say, oh, great oracle, can I have another one instead? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And the oracle goes, what? <laughs> that's the thing. And so your question's very good because that's a very natural question to ask about tarot. Um, but that's the answer. Uh, my answer, uh, um, I have, you know, other people express the answer. I sometimes find other people's answers about that a little bit dry. Um, you know, they, they can be a little businesslike in that, in their answer there. But I think that tarot, you really have to recognize that in the realm of tarot, you're talking about a kind of a, I mean, I, I know it sounds silly. It, you're, you're dealing with kind of a magical, spiritual, you know, <laughs> you know, but it's nothing more like the Buddhists. You know, Buddhists say that when you're born, you, you find your parents, okay? Your soul is because they believe in an endless cycle of rebirth, you know, you die and you actually don't really die. You just go back into the system, sort of, and you come back out after some time through two new parents and your soul is reborn, okay? But they said that to find those two parents for your next birth is the equivalent of throwing yourself to the bottom of any ocean on the earth. And just blindly swimming upward through the dark water and just accidentally coming up with your head through the hole of one tiny little round life preserver floating on the surface of the ocean. That that 
is basically the odds of you being born to those parents. <laughs> I just thought that was like a kind of a nice way of putting it. Um, so that's a similar thing where they're, they're, they're expressing the magical uh, mathematics of the universe. And tarot is very much like that. The odds of getting this one thing out of the tarot deck in this moment are so fantastically unlikely that you just kind of have to go, that's my diamond. That's what it gave me. <clears throat> You're very welcome, Kayali. 